You have found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. And today I'm joined by Steve-O. We're going to talk about Zach and DeMar leading the Chicago Bulls to a win on top of the bench stepping up in a major way for the for the Chicago Bulls. And what can the team learn from this win as they look to face the Phoenix Suns uh, in a couple of days on Wednesday? We're going to talk about all that and more right after this. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every single day. That's Steve-O, uh, one of the hosts over at NBA Central, Chicago Bears Central, and a bunch of other Central channels. I'm Hayes, host the creator of Chicago Bulls Central and Chicago Bears Central. And uh, today's episode is brought to you guys by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money, land, money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. All right, Steve, let's get into it today, man. Uh, the Bulls, first off, they get a win, bro. And this is a win where the Bulls do a lot of the things that we've been needing them to do. Now, I don't want to blow it out of proportion. They were facing the Utah Jazz, which is one of the worst defensive teams in the league so far at the young part of the season. But the Bulls did shoot 50% from three, 51% overall from the field. Uh, they took advantage of turnovers, won the turnover battle hugely um, in this game. They had uh, 20-something points from turnovers overall, whereas the Utah Jazz had uh, way less than that. So, the Bulls had 30 points from turnovers, I'm, I'm mistaken. And the Utah Jazz had one point from turnover, which is completely crazy. The Bulls win the points in the paint on top of that, even being out-rebounded. The Bulls are out-rebounded by 16 uh, rebounds in this game. How you feeling about this win, Steve-O? Um, I, I wasn't surprised or nothing. like Because whenever we play like this, it's, it's expected. Because, one, we can, I can honestly say the main contributor of us winning this game was clearly defense. We had what? six steals before the first quarter ended. Like, we yeah. was going at it and every uh rotation that he put in tonight, uh, Billy Dolphin did, did his job, and defense was a main contributor to everything. And the next thing was, we was making shots. Javon Carter's been hot this last game, yeah. these last few games, but he got hot for real today, making all the shots that we needed. Um, Like you said, a big, big thing uh coming off the bench for the whole unit. Patrick Williams came out more aggressive. Um, like I said, I feel like when he comes out there and he don't necessarily see Demar or Zach or both of them, it's just like the blitz. Oh, I, I could do whatever I want, and, yeah. and he does, and it's it's cool. And it, I guess he's uh, it's cool. It's like we want you to feel that pressure. Yeah, you got benched. Now what you gonna do about it? Now we seeing him like taking that a little bit more personally. I seen that man do a drive spin move to the, try to lay up. He missed, but he, at least he attempted. We weren't even seeing stuff like that, so that's good. And um, one of the main things I came in looking at us is the whole thing of shooting threes. Like, we got to get many threes we got shut up. If I'm not mistaken, we only shot 34, 35 threes today, which is I feel like it's the sweet spot. It's not too much. It's not too low. It's right where and it was efficient. Most of our shots today was efficient. If it was not open, it was it was. No, they was pretty much open. It was not too many contested shots. Um, moving the ball, a lot of a lot of dives, a lot of movement without the ball today. Finally, like you said, like, and I gotta give credit, which I don't want to do, to Billy Donovan. He was sharp today. 
He was sharp at every facet. He didn't get let his sub get out, coach. He sat there and changed the rotation like he normally does, but it was way more sharper. He had better feeling of the game. He understood it. He know when to bring in. It was times. One of the main things I was looking at is how he brought in Zach because I feel like the last few games is kind of weird. He took him out at certain times. He put him back in, and he took him out for a breather. Said, "You getting back in?" And that's something we need to do. So I got to get credit to Billy Donovan. Overall, it was a good team win. Yeah, for sure. And Zach Levine, as you said, like third quarter was Zach time. Uh, he went four of six in the third quarter, two or two from three point range and got to the free throw line twice, scored 12 points alone in the third quarter. And the, the good thing about the this game is that the Bulls never trailed in this game. They led from start to finish in this game. We haven't had a win like this in a while. And like, like I said, I want to put it all in perspective, the fact that it was against the Utah Jazz of all teams. But even to your point, leaving Drummond in towards the end of the second quarter when Drummond was hot, right? Shout out to Drummond for also getting his 10,000th rebound um, in the NBA. So definitely shout out to him there. But like Kobe as well. Let's talk about Kobe mm -hmm. in this game, having a big big night from Kobe. So and we'll talk about the bench here in the second segment because 50 points off the bench. I think that warrants it being its own segment to break down what happened off the bench. Mm -hmm. But I really like just everything in this game, the pace that they played with, like you said, shooting the right amount of threes, 34 threes, which is right around league average, basically. You're not going to shoot that every single night, but when the shots are there, and especially with the uh, the Utah Jazz and the way they were on their defense, they try to filter everything in, and there wasn't a lot in the mid-range, and this team really understood. I love the way that when they did get to the rim, how they attacked the rim, how they got to the free throw line as a team as well, 19 free throws in, in on the game for, for the team. Everything seemed more intentional um, in this uh -huh. game, and it was very felt in the win. And, again, it's easy to be intentional against a team that's just not – not. but I, I feel like the, the Bulls play, including this game, seven out of the eight, the next eight games are at home, and the one that's away is in Milwaukee, which is ba barely a, an away game as is. This is where the Bulls right. need to be getting in a lot of practices, really trying to build off some things. And I'm glad they started this off with the win because hopefully this can jumpstart them. And if they can come out of this next seven game stretch, uh, winning four out of this next seven and something like that, it, it really does change kind of the outlook on the season. If they're able to do that. Yeah. Because like, like we all been saying, we know the talent is there. This is just another clear example of them just showing their talent for, for something that we've already seen before. It's just mm -hmm. all about doing it, and it's all about doing it at the right times. Like you said, we have to put it. It wasn't against the best teams, and it seemed like his, we're going back to the first time when we first got <laughs> yeah, everything, right. and we wasn't beating the teams. We we couldn't beat the big teams, but we was beating everybody else. Then we started beating the big teams. Now we can't beat the little team. It was just you got to get out that cycle where we become a threat to everybody because I still yeah. feel like everybody come in this game knowing that we're beatable because we technically we are. And um, like you said, there are certain things they need to take away from this game that they realize that we have to have a game similar like this. It's not always going to look the same. Somewhere it's going to be dirty. You ain't going to always bust a team like y'all did today. Y'all was clicking. Y'all was making shots. Y'all was like from the first half – Everybody was having a good game. Yeah, we have never said that this at, at this moment, anytime during the season so far. When you all start off on, we don't start off flat. You come out like you said. A key word that you said was intentional. Everything has to be in attention. You just can't be out there just throwing out plays or just telling Demar or Zach, excuse me, to just go ISO. You can't just yeah. go tell him or just to do what he want to do. I felt like he came in his mug saying, "Tell another thing, attacking the basket early. 
We attacked the basket. It was also, like you said, caused a lot of fouls, which we we should be one of the leading teams to getting fouls. I don't know why, but I, stuff like this, especially going against a, a team that we're going to get next at Phoenix, you need to get to the line. So I yeah. think that's one of the main things they need to take away from this game. Yeah, for sure, especially with Bradley Bill. Looks like he's ready to return. Uh, there's some talk oh, there God. on Wednesday. So, listen, the Bulls go from uh, a team. I don't want to say easy. No game's really easy in the NBA, no. but they go from a team that they really can take advantage of some of the flaws on that team. And while the Phoenix Suns have their own flaws defensively, they got to be locked in defensively themselves, the Chicago Bulls, because that's the type of team that if you let them start getting hot from three, I don't know if that they're going to be able to stay in that game, but you know, we'll talk about that at another date and time yeah. because we got a day in between then and now. But um, when you look at the players, Zach and DeMar in this game, really leading the way, both of them being over 20 points, shoot the ball fairly efficient, efficiently. Zach Levine was 47% from the field. DeMar DeRozan was 65, 61% from the field. Um, is this, is, do you think that this is a sustainable way for the, for the Bulls to play with those two players specifically? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like I, I don't know. Like I, I'm gonna be honest. Like it is. Like mm-hmm. anything is possible with this team. Like it's definitely. It's because we've seen it at times, especially towards the end of the season. It was pretty much sustainable, especially when Zach took that lead and said, "I'm shooting this mug anytime I want to." And um, Demar followed suit and said, "I'm gonna get my points when I can," which he did. And I felt like it was kind of similar tonight. They both got points when they when they when they number was called, and it's it's definitely sustainable. But the reason why I say I'm not leaning towards it being sustainable is because one, we're seeing Demar; he's slowly getting back to it. But I feel like this is he the mid range ain't been hitting like it normally is. Like he ain't been the mid range assassin that we've been used to and now he's slowly getting back to it we also know that zach is slowly getting back into his game because one night he hitting one night he not one night he hitting one night he not so i need to see more consistently individually between them two before i can say they could do it as a pair that's fair that's fair and next up, we're going to be talking about the performance of the bench. Was the bench scored over 50 points tonight coming off the bench alone? Uh, before we get into that, though, we're going to talk about one of our sponsors, and that is FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. And speaking of our team, Chicago Bulls came into this team five-point underdogs. So had you trusted your team and bet on them, you would have had an extra 100 150 bucks in your pocket. I want to see in the comments who actually bet on their team and no. trusted the Chicago Bulls. Let us see that in the that comments. That was so not genuine. That was yeah, so not yes, I want to hear it. Uh, but you, if you've been thinking about FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, Steve-O. So, the bench tonight, man. Really big night from the bench, man. We could talk about a lot of players coming off this bench, led by Javon. Javon Carter, I will say this. Now that he's found his rhythm and kind of his spot with this bench unit, it's so beautiful to watch him play. We had Javon Carter with 12 points, Andre Drummond with 12 points, Patrick Williams with 10, Alice Caruso with 10, and then you had Ayo uh, uh, Desumu with eight, and then Dalen Terry also chips in two points off the bench. Shout out to Dalen Terry for getting the hey, rep. That was the, that was the most composed layup we've seen <laughs> in a long time. Shout out That's to him. Fact. 
That's a fact. Uh, how'd you feel about the bench performance overall tonight? I love I th- that's what because I think coming into this game, I was like, I'm looking forward to this new bench because, like I said, we just get some of their averages that can help this team so much, and we're starting to get it. Like, even though it was more of a down game from Terry, Terry Craig on the offensive side, which he definitely showed up on the hustle and defensive side tonight. Shout out to him. That ain't, he got a crazy block today. Yeah. Shout out to him. But uh, it was Jovan because, um, Earl, those first few games, I was sitting here like – I watched a lot of Jovan throughout his career because I've just always noticed whenever team he was on, he made certain shots at the right moment and every time, and he knew what spots to get to him. And when he got here, it was just like, uh, who is this dude? Like, I don't know what he doing. Like, he was dribbling down low. When, like, usually I'm used to him taking that mid-range shot or I'm taking that nice little floater. Him dribbling under the basket and then not looking for playmaking. I'm like, yeah, I don't know about this. I don't like this. He realized, okay, I'm coming off the bench, especially in that rotation with Kobe still out there. He said, I'm shooting. Kobe, yeah. you going to play make? Because at this point, even when you out there, you're not really shooting until you see everybody else start shooting. So he said, I'm a jacket tonight. And he was jacking. They was leaving him open. And Javon Carter is one of those type of players once he make one or two shots, it's hard to get him. It's hard to slow him down. Even though I feel like Billy's uh, kind of extinguished that fire just a little bit. I feel he left. He left him up when he finally took him out. I feel like he left him on the bench slightly a little too long. But we was maintaining, so I I don't blame him too much. But we I've been waiting for a, a performance similar to this. He been playing ramping up the last few games. So hey, I liked it. Um, shout out to Isaiah Dusumu before the um. Our post, our game, our live call tonight. I I said his name. I said I want to see more Ayodele especially because of the matchup tonight. I feel like there was going to be a lot of small ball, a lot of running gun, and that's perfect for him. And he came in; it was pretty much impactful for most of his, his time in this game. So, for sure, I already said what I said about Pat. Keep doing this. Keep doing it. Um, shoot that shot with uh with convention, and you nine times out of ten, you're gonna make it. Keep attacking the basket. And everybody else, it's contagious. Like I've been saying, every time we do something positive that that's we we been striving for, it becomes contagious. Yeah, facts. And so that's what it comes down to. Um, that when when you play this way, and that's what what we've always talked about with the bench, right? Is that this bench unit is way more uh, set up to get running gun, not running gun, but to play up tempo, get get mm-hmm. out in transition, get turnovers, things like that. And I think bringing Pat now to the bench has really helped solidify that. Pat, Pat is playing a really good brand of physical defense lately, right? Mm-hmm. And so Pat is really helping get turnovers as well. And so when you when this team gets out and run with this bench unit, Io's found his rhythm getting out in transition. He's able to do more kind of the things he did in college that's more coming more comfortable to him. The three-point shot's better as well. You got to give him that. But like Javon Carter to me, is the is the icing on top of the cake. It makes everything go. Mm-hmm. And so while a lot of people look at Javon and they say, well, he's not a true point guard. I say this, like, he may not be the true half corner. I'm about to, I'm about to run a set. But I tell you what, he knows how to get players the ball as well as he knows when he's in rhythm, I'm about to pull that shot. And it's really helped this team uh, evolve a lot. And just because that shot has become such a threat, 
it almost make it yourself an easier way to become a playmaker because you don't always have to make those tough passes. You don't always have to make those tough entry, nice window bounce passes because they're going to collapse every time you set your feet to take a shot, which is some of the things he was doing tonight. He was starting out. He had about three shots up that he was making and you can, every time he touched the ball, they respected it. They stepped up and that was, left somebody with a little bit of cushion or wide open. And he found them every time. So uh, that's another thing. People need to get it out their mind that it's just we need this. Yeah, everybody needs a point guard that's pass mm-hmm. first, that's great in the half court. It ain't 1980. They don't come out, they're not, they're not being taught that way no more. There's very f- few where. Lonzo's in the world. There's no more Jason kids out here like that. Their people is taught to be playmakers, not pass first. There's a difference between being a pass first. Pass first can playmake. Don't get me wrong. But it's a difference between, between uh, being a real legit uh, letter to the law point guard. And it's just not too many of those. In it. Like If you want to go get Ricky Rubio, go get him. Yeah, there's really not a lot of traditional point guards in the NBA, like true old school traditional point guards. So when it comes down to it, it really comes, especially in, on this team, right? You want to move the ball around a little bit more. So that definitely helps a lot too. Yeah, like it just, like like I said, I, 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 if you want a real tribute, one, like I just said, go get Ricky Rubio. I still take him. But like you want to move the ball around. We got enough guards here. Just try to make what you can work, shake what you can work with. You don't need necessarily need because like i said even with zoe here we didn't use him to the full potential that he was we didn't use him in half court they said hey get this rebound and toss that mug like you in chino hill and that's what he did most of the time that's yeah. how we use them and that's probably using him 75 percent alonzo it's just that, not that league true. no more that's true um so yeah i mean listen at the end of the day when it comes down to it, this bench unit is finding this rhythm. And like you said, like, it's not about traditional point guard stuff like that. Like, it's really about moving the ball around, limiting turnovers, getting the right shot, getting the open shot, and taking advantage of mismatches. And that's something we're seeing not just in the bench unit. We're seeing in the starting unit happening glimpses in other games, even though they were losses. It really helped happen. All came together really good in this game. And uh, I, I, it was good to see in the bench unit. It was nice to see them extend. When's the last time we were able to say the bench unit extended the lead like this and Billy Donovan didn't pull people when they were hot? That's another I, I, thing. That, that was the key thing I was going to say. It happened, but he got they got pulled. Yeah. Yeah, that's, so, that's, yeah, the, that's the main. That's why I gave credit. He knew when to pull and when to take it. That was the main concern I had about Billy's feeling. What makes a lot of great coaches great coaches is feeling. Feeling, feeling of the game, knowing when to where to do things and right decisions. And tonight he was he was sharp. He was sharp. There's times where he has games where he's sharp like that. We just hope it's <laughs> more often, but which yeah. is not. You just gotta hold on and appreciate it when you see it. Um, but yeah, really good game from the bench, uh, from top to bottom. I love the way that they spread it out. I love the rotations tonight as well. The mix of players when he left to start out there with the bench unit. The little the, the times that we saw all bench players out there as well. It was just really good balance overall tonight. And so let's see if that continues for uh, Billy Donovan and the Chicago Bulls. But next up, we're going to talk about what the Bulls can learn from this game going into their game against the Phoenix Suns, which is which is going to shape up to be a heck of a matchup for the Bulls, a big test for the Bulls defense uh, in that game. But before we get into that, I got to talk to you guys about our next sponsor, and that is Jace Medical. We spend a lot of time uh, talking together. You and I, we get fired up together 
on wins and losses, who starts, who sits. I'm thankful for that connection we have. And today, I want our chat to be a little bit more personal. I just learned that you can get a one-year supply of ED medications. You realize what that means? Bring and on extended travel, bring to the next natural disaster or supply chain. You, you are covered, my friend. You don't have to worry about whether or not you can refill your uh, g- generics uh, for Cialis, Viagra, or Rivatro uh, prescription. And this is possible because our friends at Jace Medical. Go online right now to jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount as well. A verified customer had, had this to say about Jace. I'm thankful for the service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut my pills in half to have it. I order most of the daily meds with a year supply, and I also ordered the antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everyone. If you or someone you love uh, would get some peace of mind by having a year supply of any daily med, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use promo code Locked On for $20 off your purchase. All right, Steve-O, Sun's coming up on Wednesday. Oh, we'll have another episode between now and then where we can actually preview, kind of break down some things in that game. But just focusing on this game and what the Bulls did well, what do you think can carry over to the game against the Phoenix Suns? Um, one, the mentality. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you can't be coming out flat. We played. This was the first time I say t- I came in. I was like, oh, we playing like a team today. Like yeah. nobody was off. Everybody was on the same core today. So that's the first thing. Um move constantly moving the ball and also moving without the ball. When we whenever we do that, we win games. I don't care what game it is, I don't care if it's, it's a high score game or low score game. When we move without the ball and the ball is constantly moving and we're not sitting there watch one of our best players just dribble the clock out. We're the one. We're, we're, you, it's hard to beat us. It's very hard to beat us. No matter how good defense, we've gave uh, Milwaukee Bucks fluxes when we are constantly moving and moving the ball. They're one of the best defensive teams in the league. So that's one. That's probably the second thing. And third, I would just say, like I said earlier, decision making on when and where to take shots. If you're if you're on fire, keep taking them. If you know what shots that been working, like. Keep doing it that way. But don't sit there and go out there and be like, okay, we know they're going to shoot about 40 shots. Let's try to match that. Don't do that. Play yeah. with your works. Attack the basket early. Get to the free throw line. And you will have a good chance being this team. Yeah, getting uh trying to get into the shooting match with uh the Phoenix Suns, it seems like a like a loser's errand. You definitely don't want to do that. Um, rebounding is gonna be key in that, and then attack your mismatches. They will have some mismatches against the Phoenix Suns, and I think you 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 need to do that. But overall in this game, like I know it's easy just to say shoot well, right? But it's how you take those shots. This like you have to be deliberate. If any if this team learns anything from this game, intentionality. Be intentional how you move the ball. Be intentional when and where you take the shots. This team understood that Walker Kessler was going to block anything in the mid-range, basically. So what did they do? They used that to kind of collapse the defense, get to the free throw line, stuff like that. They got to be smart on that as well. You just have to be intelligent in how you, you operate your offense. And then as far as on the defensive side, listen, turnovers. If the Bulls can for- force turnovers, it makes it easier for them to transition. Uh, it fits their personnel better for the most part. 
That's something that I love what they did in this game was first those, force those turnovers and how they converted those turnovers to points because sometimes the Bulls will force turnovers and we can't get those points off turnovers. If you can convert that, 30 points off turnovers tonight. Not expecting that same number, but if you can convert turnovers to points, it does that does have to work for you right there. Yeah, like that was a, this, that's like going down the drive and not getting a touchdown, getting the field goal. Like you yeah. got to score, you got to score. And um, <laughs> what came to my mind is when Drummond got that steal, and we were just like, oh, I don't know what he gonna do. And then he go for the layup, but he smokes it. Like, but it, we clean up, we crash the boards. That's one thing I forgot to mention. I seen somebody follow somebody down the court. That's a good thing. Yeah. I ain't know I had to say that, but that's a good thing. Follow um, their shots too. Let's talk follow, about that. They yeah, all, they follow their, their shots shot. today too. Like that's the key. That, like, God dang, we talking about fundamental. I learned their fourth grade basketball stuff with this thing. But hey, you gotta learn it. You gotta do it. So it's just a little stuff. Like, if you really want to break it down, to be honest, mainly the Bulls' struggle is the little stuff, the technical stuff of basketball. That we're not figuring out, or that we do know we're just not doing it. So just fix the little stuff. Just fix the little stuff, and everything will follow. That's it. Great. Because it was it, it was even a little stint in the second quarter where I got worried because we was we were staring around. We was letting Demar do a little Demar too much, and then that's when he said, "Isaac, right, get in the game." Isaac said, "Give me the ball," and, I, and that's when we came in, attacking the ball, whistle, whistle. We got about. What four, four? Yeah, about four uh, free throws, and that kept the drive going. Now, now Javon came back in. We're making shots, passing the ball, and they couldn't get it. They couldn't find a way. That, even if they got that little seven zero run, we came back, stopped that, got a turnover, made the basket on that turnover, and then made our next shots, and we kept it going. That's a big fact. So. I mean, let's hope so. Like I, I like I said, I hope that the Bulls every the game plan against every team isn't gonna be the exact same and it shouldn't, right? That's that's a problem if it is. But you can control the controllables and things like trying to force rebound uh turnovers. You know, not that you're always gonna force them, but playing that solid defense, getting into the passing lanes, those are things that you can try to control. So the Bulls gotta take advantage of that. And I also hope that the Bulls can take advantage of a team that yeah, the Phoenix Suns are are talented, especially in that starting lineup. That bench. Bench can be Dang. a little shaky at times. So, you know, and they and they haven't played a lot of games together yet. So maybe you can hopefully you can take advantage of that too as they're trying to kind of figure out their balance there. So most definitely, because if you let Swantanabi come in this mug and kill y'all, I'm gonna have attitude. Bro, and I ain't trying to do that. Like that's one thing you gotta have on your side. You got the experience on y'all side compared to this team. They got the talent, but you got the experience. And I just seen an LSU team just get killed. By a team that nobody talking about in Colorado and why they win because they're very experienced. Um, a lot of seniors stayed over and they play sound basketball. It wasn't flashy and they whoop. That's all it takes. No matter what talent you got, if you coach right, you coach with discipline, you play discipline, you play right, and you stay you stay fast on the goal, you're gonna win games. And that's all you gotta do with this team. I don't Phoenix shouldn't scare anybody. Yeah, not right now. They ain't proved nothing. Um so, yeah, that's where to go. Steve-O, go ahead and tell them where they can follow you, man. Let's get up out of here. Right there. Follow me at Steve-O. Speaks on everything. Instagram, the X, whatever y'all want to call it. NBA Central, all the Centrals at this point. I post <laughs> all the Centrals. 
Absolutely. You guys know you can follow me at CEO Hayes, man. Make sure you guys check out check us out on Locked on Bulls. Go ahead and follow Pat the Designer as well. We'll be back towards the end of the week, man. For Steve-O and Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked on Bulls, and we'll see you guys tomorrow, y'all. Peace. We gonna get beat by twenty five, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. We gonna be mad on Wednesday. <laughs> oh, bro. Oh man.